Hello again, Tom Walker, Massac Unit 1. We are recording episode 18 of our district podcast, and we are going to use this episode to discuss uh, our first week uh, back to school and where we're at with our Chromebook and uh, hotspots and these different things that we're using for uh, technology tools uh, for our remote learning. And once again, I'm joined by our superintendent, Jason Hayes. Thanks, Tom. We're uh, basically, I would like to start if you, uh, if you don't mind, just going through week one. You know, we had our first week of this blended learning schedule uh, with group A students, group B students, and then the full remote students. We really haven't had a lot of time to address the full remote yet because of the Chromebook uh, shipment that was delayed, and now we're distributing those as we speak. Uh, but I just wanted to say that uh, I think I can speak for everyone here at MassEc Unit 1 that we were pleasantly surprised uh, with how well this did work. And uh, basically that, that boils down to our students and our parents uh, and their open-mindedness and willing to uh, cooperate and, and work with us as we try to figure this schedule out. We had a, a pretty solid plan on paper, but as anything, it wasn't until we started getting people walking through the doors until we figured out whether or not we could make this work. We had to make some adjustments and our parents have been great and very understanding with the pickup procedures that have changed and some of the delays they're experiencing and and our kids have just been um, remarkable with the the masks, the social distancing, understanding. Um, it's it's not a great situation. In fact, it's almost a little sad to, to think that this is what school is right now for students, but at the same time, our students have been remarkable uh, with all this. So I just want to start by saying thank you to uh, our parents, our students, and especially our staff that helped us figure all this stuff out, and, and it worked. I mean, we had, we've got week one under our belts, and, you know, knock on wood, um, <laughs> we'll see we what week it. two brings. And, <laughs> and, you know, it all may come to a screeching halt. Uh, depends on this, this virus is very unpredictable, if anything. Uh, but I think that uh, well, you can safely say that if we get to continue, we can make this work. So, anyway. But we made it through week one. Week so. one is in the books. So, um, and the kids, they absolutely were great. And, of course, week two is going to, we're going to see the start of the full remote learning. And even the partial remote kids, when they're not in school, will have actual work for them to do. Our teachers have been f learning Google Classroom feverishly, uh, trying to figure out how to make assignments, how to, how to post assignments, how to review assignments. And, and we're going to have some help files out there for parents as well. I know I, I sent um, one out from Google themselves on our Facebook channel uh, yesterday, I think it was. And that's just kind of an overview of Google Chrome. There's an overview of Google Classroom, Google Meet, which is what we're going to use to meet face-to-face -face with students online. And then also the Google Suite uh, with Google Drive, Google Docs, Google Forms, etc. So all of that was on Facebook, and we'll create maybe a, a very simplistic like how-to. I mean, Tom, I think you did some of that in this uh, March or April. Um, didn't you have some help files out there? We may yeah. just need to revisit. Those. Yeah, we've um, recorded some videos. Um, you know, a lot of them were for teachers, but we're going to try to approach this from all angles and have uh, some different help. To, uh, videos, tutorials for uh, not just teachers, but you know, parents and students. And uh, we're all kind of learning along. Uh, there's a lot of things that I'm still trying to figure out myself in, in getting this all out there and um, kind of to go down that road. Uh, our Chromebook uh, shipment that uh, Mr. Hayes mentioned was delayed 
it was uh, it was delayed. We didn't get it until the Monday before school started. Um, so we had some on hand already that we were working on. Um, but now, uh, as of today, we have uh, delivered and started deploying um, Chromebooks for every student grades uh, 5 uh, through 12. And uh, we're uh, currently working on 4 and uh, backwards um, at this point. So it's, uh, it's been a lot, of, a lot of work, and I just want to kind of give a, a shout-out to some people that, uh, that work here and um, you know, others that may not that have kind of pitched in and, and really helped out. So um, Brock Frazier, uh, Danielle Walker, um, my, my own children have helped. Um, Melissa Thomason <laughs> and her husband um, have helped. Um, Jason Steele um, uh, helped, uh, and, and there's just been uh, this. Everyone's been super patient with everything, and we're, we're trying and we're putting in a lot of time with it and just to make sure it's right. And I know um, I saw at MES yesterday and I, I kind of had to, uh, this kind of made me smile. Teachers were, were prepping the Chromebooks they had gotten at the sixth grade level and, um, you know, just doing different things with them to make them, you know, more accessible for student use. And um, we're really trying. Um, we'll get there. It's uh, just kind of taking things one day at a time at this point. Yeah, and it's a lot to go through. I mean, it's really until you see what you guys are doing with uh, when we had 1,300 new Chromebooks and then several hundred that were almost brand new that you just had to pull off a cart. And so it's a, it's an undertaking just unboxing 1,300 computers, you know. So Yeah, I don't think you realize it's one of those oddball things that, yeah, you have one, you take it out of the box, and then you multiply that by several hundred into the, into you know, uh, I believe we – We'll have unboxed over 1,500 when it's all said and done, and it's you know getting them out of the wrapper and, and taking the ties off the power cord, real simple things. That, but then they become you know over and over again, and and we're also providing the backpacks too, mm-hmm. and so they're all individually wrapped, and then we're taking and making sure these are fully updated. They're enrolled in our system, so we can um, you know have them uh, you know be able to be tracked on our system and and make sure that they're uh, in line with all of our our school settings and all that. So. Um, again, it's it's time consuming, and, and we're getting there though. And um, if you would have told me a week ago that we'd been where we're at with it, I probably would have laughed at you. But well, anyway. and along that lines, just to recap, I talked to the principals at junior high and high school, and they have distributed all of their Chromebooks to their students, except for a handful of remote students that just haven't had time to come and get them yet. So they're already out in the homes. And then, like you said, the sixth grade and fifth grade are in the schools. And they're starting to be distributed to students, and they will be next week. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth grade, you, your tech team was finishing up today, right? Uh, so they'll be in the schools probably Monday. And then we'll just down, we'll just be down to third grade, second grade, and first grade. And those those will get out next week sometime. Yeah, uh, we're 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 working on a pace of uh, basically a grade level a day, um, but we're 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 hopeful that this will be you know finished up or close to it um, next week. Um, and then one kind of piece of exciting news uh, for today, we'd finally received our shipment of uh, mobile hotspots. Um, we're going to be testing those out over the next couple days just to make sure they're um, usable and uh, so we can get them into the hands of uh, the people that need them um, for Internet access. Do you want to speak on those for a second? Yeah, you know, I think we should just preface that. I mean, it, it sounds great, and, uh, and we're glad we were able to purchase these. We have 200 of them. However, they are a mobile hotspot that is, they are dependent upon cell signal. I mean, that's how these things work. And so they're not an, uh, a solution for everybody. It's not going to fix everything for everybody. Uh, there's going to be parts of the county that even these do not work. 
And, you know, and of course, just like everything else we ordered for this pandemic, which is kind of mind-boggling, you know, I'm sure these came from China. And so, you know, there's issues with stuff uh, like this. And so uh, it's just, it, just take it with a grain of salt. I mean, if you get this, uh, one of these hot spots, uh, we, and we will have a form for you to fill out. We have to distribute these based on need because we may not have enough for everybody. So we're, we're going to use the same kind of need basis that the federal government guidelines uh, suggest for free reduced lunch and uh, student fee waivers and all that stuff. So we'll consider, first of all, do you have Internet or not? If no, how many people live in your household? How many students do you have? What's your household income? We'll kind of go by that. We're not trying to be nosy, but we're just going to distribute these on a need basis. So the highest need will get them first. And again, they're not a solution for everybody. I'm sure there's parts of the county that these will not work. I think uh, both Mr. Walker and myself are going to take one home this weekend and just try different spots, different areas, and see see how they work. Uh, but it is something that we didn't have before. And, and it is one extra step we're going to to try to get people connected. Uh, we're also filling out another grant. Uh, it doesn't mean we're going to get it, but we're going to complete a grant application for more mobile hotspots, and we'll, we'll try to investigate some other kinds. This one, the, the particular hotspot we were able to purchase that we have in hand now, uh, work off the T-Mobile slash Sprint slash I don't know. I think there's like two or three companies together yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, but we didn't have a choice. It wasn't that we chose those. It was just that's what these were. The, that's what they had available. Yeah, these were the <laughs> these were available, and these were the quickest we could possibly get. Yeah, um, and some of them we were going to wait till. I mean, we're waiting till January, February for stuff. So uh, this is what we could get on hand. And again, may not work for everybody, but this is what we're going to try to distribute to help out. Just one more step uh, that we're trying to take to get all of our families and students connected. And kind of along that same lines, I would like to backtrack just a little bit, Tom, and you may want to add something to this. If you do get uh, one of our student Chromebooks, they are uh, all charged and updated. However, sometimes a power button gets uh, pushed in when we were distributing these things and whatnot. So if you if you open your uh, student Chromebook up and it doesn't come on, we suggest plugging it in first. And like a lot of new devices, and I'm sure these are the same way like my cell phone, when it goes dead, when I plug it in, it has to set for three to five minutes before you can turn it on. It has to charge the battery to a certain level before you can even power it on. So if you have trouble with your uh, student Chromebook, step one is to plug it in and let it set for five to ten minutes. Try to turn it on, and that should take care of it. Uh, again, there's always you know uh, the exception to the rule somewhere out there, but I think that's step one. And then if you do experience trouble, uh, we're going to um, have the, some sort of trouble ticket system where you're you know, this is all new for us. We haven't been a one-to-one -one, uh, student, one computer to one student ever before. So this is going to be a, a challenge in and of itself just to maintain these things. But I think uh, if you'll be patient with us, we'll, we'll have a pretty good system in place to report trouble, uh, like your trouble ticket system, Tom. Yeah, we'll use a very similar system. We'll just keep it separate for, for these. But, yeah, and that's the thing. We, we, we try to have a lot of these charged or, or close to it, but it's very easy, we found, just moving these around, the power buttons on the side hand slips turns it on and then it just kind of drains um so yeah if if that happens on the one that you receive just uh, plug it in let it sit for a little bit and it should kick right back on and we'll we'll have um you know some a form out there to address any needs and, and issues and again i'm just going to kind of thank you in advance for your patience with all this this is uh, brand new for everyone involved um at least here at MassAC. so um, we're, uh, but we're more than willing to uh, do what we can to make it right and, and uh, make sure it works for everybody. Yeah, and I think one other thing I'd like to say about the student Chromebooks, um, you know, Chromebooks are kind of a unique uh, a laptop, and they're unique because they are Google 
um, uh, operating systems. And one of the reasons we're really pushing these is because we are a Google school. Everything that we're using, both for remote learning and in-person learning, technology-wise, is basically Google. I mean, the Google Drive, Google Classroom, Google Meet. Um, there, you know, a lot of what the tools we're teaching students to use are are Google tools, and that's uh, partly because the colleges, tech schools, trade schools, a lot of these uh, secondary. Um, education institutions are using Google now. I mean, it is taking over the world, <laughs> whether you like it or not. So uh, if you if you get one of these, we've been asked the question, well, can we just use our own computer? Uh, certainly at home, you can use whatever you want. However, we're going to require the students to bring the Chromebooks to school just for because we won't be able to support and keep all these other different various laptops running. So all of these are the same make, model, right. that kind of thing. And then also, uh, keep in mind that these things work better with the tools that we're using. So I, I'm a Mac guy. I use a Macintosh. That's just my preference or whatever. But even my Macintosh doesn't work extremely well with some of these Google tools because it's not a Google computer. So keep that in mind. It's going to be much easier for your children if, if your parents are, you know, if I'm speaking to parents out there. If you have elementary students in your house, it's going to be a lot easier on them if they use the, the student Chromebook that we're sending home rather than a Windows PC or even a right. Macintosh or whatever. So I just wanted to kind of get that out there. Yeah, and, and that's just to kind of uh, piggyback on that. Uh, these uh, Chromebooks and all and all the uh, things that we're, we're trying to put out there as far as um, using our, our own tools that we've had on hand for many years now, um, you know, just to kind of reiterate, we are Google School District, and uh, we actually have been for now over a decade, which is hard to believe. Um, so we're, we're pretty deeply invested into this. And um, again, we're, uh, as much as I say that though, every day is different and we're learning something new every day about these different, these different challenges we have now, particularly with getting these devices out there. So um, we're going to uh, do our best to, to keep, uh, you know, working with everybody and getting this right. But uh, when the student is on campus, we expect them to have their uh, school issued Chromebook and at home, it's fine to use whatever. Um, but just again to kind of uh, restate the point Mr. Hayes just made, um, we can't really you know do much with uh, you know devices that are brought in. Um, it's just you know too many different variables there, and we're just trying to keep this as easy as possible. So. Well, yeah, and if, even if you go back to some of the step-by-step -step tutorials that we'll post for parents to, uh, especially if you're helping your younger ones try to log in and different things. If everyone uses the Google Chromebooks that we're sending home, it's going to look and feel and be exactly the same for everyone. If you try to do the same steps on a Windows machine, it's going to look different. There's going to be different screens and, and possibly different menus and, and all that. So just keep that in mind. We're issuing these. Uh, we realize that they're not, uh, um, you know, they're not a Macintosh PC or a Windows PC. They uh, they are limited to certain things uh, depending on what your needs are. But at the same time, they are very powerful when coupled with those Google tools and you can do so much with them and we're learning more and more every day and then and Google is updating this stuff every day so I like our Google Meet uh, which is a strong competitor to, to Zoom like the Zoom meetings it's much more secure though so you don't have those issues with privacy with people hacking in because Google takes care of that stuff and they're updating it constantly so that's why one of the reasons we're on the on the google school and along that same lines tom mentioned this earlier but uh, i've had a lot of questions from parents are these uh, laptops going to be filtered uh, for content when they're at home and the answer is yes 
Uh, Tom uses, our tech department uses a cloud-based filtering system, so it, it's not uh, limited to in-building. Uh, when I was the tech guy 100 years ago, uh, the only options we had were filtering. They were actually boxes, hardware units that sat in the building, and so they could only filter computers that were also in the building, but that's not the case anymore. So. Yeah, no, it's, again, our cloud filtering solution is securely. And, again, it's not just for content. Um, we've talked about this at board meetings and, and previous uh, uh, you know, things where we're also making sure that students remain safe online. Um, that there's no bullying that goes on. So just because we're not in school doesn't mean that stuff still doesn't happen. And so we can kind of, uh, you know, keep an eye, just make sure no one's, you know, being harassed or, or anything like that. And um, we're just, um, you know, we're going to kind of keep going with it. And uh, uh, hopefully it'll, uh, uh, you know, whenever we can uh, get things back to normal, uh, if you will, um, we'll have, you know, every student in the classroom will, uh, for for once, have a device here, which is a uh, first for us, and I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, actually, it is exciting, even with all the goofiness that we have and this crazy schedule and remote learning and the potential that we might have to go to full remote learning. It's kind of exciting to know that we have all these uh, laptops for students to use, and our teachers are really diving in there and learning this stuff. Uh, you know, we did a couple of crash courses in Google Classroom today just to make sure everyone's and you know has the ability to get in there and get started. You know, and I think. Uh, this is kind of an exciting time. At the same time, it's not as good as in just good old-fashioned you know, school, and we want to get back to that someday. Uh, I've been asked a lot of questions. Someone uh, uh, called earlier today. They read our back-to-school plan, and we built, on, we built in some checkpoints uh, when we created this as a team. And the, one of the first checkpoints, or the first checkpoint, is September 4th, uh, which is coming up. Uh, and everyone's afraid we're going to change everything on them. Uh, I just want to throw out there right now, uh, with the way things have gone this week, unless something changes at the state level with our region and those positivity rates, we are going to be able to continue this uh, for the foreseeable future right now because I, I think our kids and our staff and our parents are all taking this serious, and, and that's helping. And we, we are going to get some positive cases. We haven't had any in our schools yet. We do have people quarantined because of possible exposure to others outside of the school that may be positive and some are positive uh, but we haven't had any positive cases in our school yet but that's going to happen uh, i do think though with this blended learning schedule after seeing it actually in action i think uh, we're we're not going to find ourselves in the same situation as some of our neighboring school districts that have to shut down entire grade levels our entire entire schools um, now of course that could happen you know the you know the bottom could fall out of this thing and you never know i mean anything's possible with this covid thing but at, at the same time just after seeing it in action uh, even if we have some positive cases i feel like we're going to be able to keep most people at a safe distance and not at risk of exposure and not have to quarantine large groups uh, so you know as far as this checkpoint coming up i don't see any major changes coming yet i was hopeful that we'd be able to say yeah let's let's get some more kids in school because that's what we want uh, it's not looking like that. The positivity rate for reg Region 5 is at 7.5 right now, according to the website. And the last data report was August 18th, and I believe that was this past Tuesday. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, so it's a few days behind, so who knows. Uh, but that 7.5 is only 0.5 away from that 8% threshold that we got to stay away from. So uh, we're watching that, and it has not dropped, and it, it's really remained pretty flat it's for pretty the last steady. month, yeah. I think, yeah. uh, over a month now. Uh, so... That's just something we're watching, and we'll have more updates on when we get closer to that checkpoint on September 4th. But at this point, uh, we're just trying to get through week number two and take it day by day. Yep. So kind of to recap the Chromebook uh, thing, uh, you know, Chromebooks are 
out right now for grades 5 through 12. A lot of those in the older grades uh, already have them in hand. Um, grade 4 uh, to be finished very soon, and we'll work backwards uh, again on the other ones. So uh, we're getting there, and then we'll, uh, we'll test out these hot spots. Um, as Mr. Hayes said, we'll have a form uh, to fill out that will go through the school itself. Um, just to uh, kind of you know verify the need and um, it will uh, again these aren't perfect um, but they are something that we can offer um, and, and we're going to try to do some additional things as well um, at the last spring for example we uh, were able to beef up our Wi-Fi to our parking lots a little bit um, so we may be able to keep doing things like that just to provide better access uh, you know at different areas that we do kind of have control over so um, that's kind of where that stands. Uh, yeah, and the last thing I wanted to mention before we sign off here, are, uh, I want to thank the parents again and the students for doing those daily health screenings. Uh, we've had a high participation rate. I mean, there's always a few that forget or whatever, but that's helped us out a lot. I mean, it's not a uh, solution to keep it out of our schools, but it's just an extra layer of precaution. And we do appreciate all the help we've gotten with that. And I also appreciate... Uh, uh, the understanding we, we've got an app that's going to go out and we're going to try it out next Wednesday for students uh, it's going to be a little you know it's not going to work right at first <laughs> but we're going to get there uh, so just be patient with us and you'll you'll hear more about that in your email if you're a parent of a Massac Unit 1 student so just kind of pay attention to that and if it doesn't work we'll still have the other form uh, for tracking purposes for now but we are going to try that app out it's called Crisis Go uh, it's on the internet if you want to look it up. It's just simply uh, an app to help streamline these daily health checks. Yeah, if you go to your, uh, if you just want to, you know, kind of uh, prepare yourself and download the app ahead of time. We don't, again, we don't have student accounts or anything like that set up. Uh, the app is Crisis Go, and you can find it in the Apple App Store or uh, Google Play for Android users. Yeah, and it, and you don't have to use the app as long as you have email and we have your email address. You'll get an email, and you can just fill it out in the email. Um, and uh, there will be a link to a website as well, kind of similar to what you've been doing. So yeah, it's and it's really it's really quick. You know, I've I've been testing it out and uh, just ask one question, mm-hmm. and um, then we basically answer that question, and it will give you a color code. If you're good to go. Green is good. Yep. And I think really the only the only major deal breaker is is multiple symptoms. And uh, that, and that's going to probably say stay home, and we'll try to give you a call and talk to you, the building principal, maybe the school nurse will call you. And then also if you've actually been exposed, obviously, or quarantined. And then the fever thing is a big one. So if you, we're asking any, any parents, if your student has a fever of 100.4 or higher, please keep them home because we just, we just can't take that risk. So, yeah, Is there anything else we want to talk about? Are we good? I think that kind of covers it. I, just one more time, thanks to everybody, staff included, of all the – all the patience and support and flexibility has been great. I know uh, we, we understand this is a hardship on parents uh, more than anybody, but we do appreciate your understanding, and we're doing the best we can here. And it was great to see kids back in our schools this week. Yeah, I, I would say the same thing, but I've been unboxing Chromebooks for... <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen anybody. No, no, I haven't. Except boxes. So, so maybe next week I'll see some people. <laughs> We'll see. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you all. We do appreciate it, and we're going to continue working hard. And, and you never know. All this may change Monday, but we're going to continue doing this as long as we can, getting our kids back in school. Well, thanks for hanging in there with us, and uh, have a great weekend. Thank you.